Welcome to the State of Business with the Ohio Society of CPAs. I'm Jessica Salerno, Senior Content Manager at OSCPA, and this is the show where we bring you the latest news impacting the business and accounting world from top experts. And after you finish this episode, please rate and review us on whatever podcast app you're using to listen. In this episode, I spoke with Sean Stein-Smith, CPA and Assistant Professor at Lehman College in New York. Sean is an expert and sought-after speaker focusing on the intersection of financial services, blockchain, and cryptocurrencies, and is a member of the advisory board for the Wall Street Blockchain Alliance. We discussed how the pandemic is impacting blockchain, what to expect from blockchain in 2021, how businesses are implementing it, and much more. We kicked things off with Sean telling me about what accountants today need to know about blockchain. Here's what he had to say. I would say really there were two or three big extra trends out there as it's as it really connects blockchain to accounting, blockchain to crypto, to accounting and the work that we all do. One is that uh, even though there is still this idea that blockchain is more of a concept versus an actual business tool, that's only a, a partial view of the actual business actuality, right? I mean, there are entity organizations across different industries here in the U.S., overseas, of, of all sizes, and in almost every single economic area that have incorporated blockchain into their core business operations. And so even if on your everyday, right, if, uh, if on your Tuesday afternoon, you know, blockchain is not a topic of active conversation, it is actually becoming more and more part of the overall business conversation than you might otherwise think. Uh, two, and as a direct sort of offshoot of that, the blockchain space has really evolved quite a bit, right? All of us got introduced for the most part to blockchain via Bitcoin, right? And this whole idea of a, of a public blockchain open to anybody to join at any time uh, and no barriers to uh, entry. Now, obviously for enterprise applications, that's not really terribly helpful, right? And so sort of that acknowledgement, right? One, that there are some clear benefits of a blockchain-based or a blockchain-augmented platform, but two, being offset by the fact that really for a enterprise, for a uh, institution, even if they value being transparent, there, there, there is some information and there are some transactions that you aren't going to want to put out on this public network, even if to date a, uh, that public network has, has proven to be unpackable. Uh, and so all of that has sort of pushed the blockchain space towards more of a privatized consortium federated model. And so with that comes the benefits of increased efficiency, increased uh, transparency into who's on that network, and a higher level of control as to who's on that network and then actually what those uh, members have access to. And then point number three. Right, sort of bringing bringing in now the accounting internal control, and now sort of bringing back in the whole idea of how are cryptocurrencies being sort of uh, woven into this conversation. Right, Bitcoin is obviously the headliner. 
in this whole cryptocurrency space. But I would say really beginning in the last half of 2018, building in 2019, and even into 2020, this whole idea of a asset-backed coin, uh, otherwise known commonly as a uh, stable coin, has honestly pushed this whole conversation around, okay, so over here we have your blockchain being used by enterprise, uh, by enterprises, more of a privatized model with sort of more control over who's in that network. Great. And then on the other side, uh, there's been this evolution of cryptocurrencies out of being just this sort of uh, abstract idea, not really connected to anything tangible that all of us have a good baseline for, to now there are any number of crypto assets backed by dollars, gold, commodities of, of all kinds. And to just sort of put a uh, sort of fine point on that, now in 2020, and sort of, um, I think doing a good job at summarizing this idea that, that, that I've been calling the, the big shift or the big pivot, right? Away from the Bitcoin public model to more of a privatized, connected model is this new idea of a central bank digital currency. Basically, it's a cryptocurrency issued, managed, and governed by either a uh, national government or by their central bank, like the Fed, ECB, PBOC, BOJ, the whole uh, alphabet soup. And so really sort of the main point here Right. For anybody in accounting, if you're in public, if, if you're in industry, if you're uh, in governmental nonprofit, is that you know blockchain has really rapidly moved and evolved from a cool idea, right, from an interesting topic, to sort of talk about and to sort of forecast its its applications to a mainline business tool, and that as that has happened, the probably best known application of blockchain cryptocurrencies has also evolved right alongside basically trying to make blockchain and crypto more conducive to being used by enterprises, really highlighting just how important it is for, for anybody in tax, advisory, audit, uh, business and, and uh, industry, and all the rest to understand sort of what these tools are, how they're evolving, and the potential impact, influence, benefits, or or obstacles that this evolution and change poses both now and going forward for their external clients. And I think when you when you talk about um, the evolution of it, something that of course it being 2020 and the craziness that this year has been that comes to mind <laughs> for me is how has the pandemic impacted blockchain or or has it? So uh, that's a very interesting question, Jessica, because on the one hand, I do think the idea of blockchain, right, sort of the baseline introductory application of it was traditionally linked to uh, supply chains, logistics, basically trying to track information, data, goods, and services across uh, international lines. And I would say that all of us now have a newfound understanding and appreciation for just how important it is to be able to to track 
people, goods, services, if we're trying to contain a outbreak, get better transparency into information on a international basis, and to really be able to tackle these types of uh, sort of worldwide level issues. But also, on top of the healthcare uh, applications, right, for transportation, uh, anything to do with vaccines, which, which are a very hot topic right now, being able to, to track, trace, and then source where they're coming from, where they're going, who's, who's taken them, and all the rest, there's also been a, almost a uh, sort of wake-up call, right, to the major uh, financial incumbents. So as a part of the first draft of the economic relief bill that was passed back uh, in April of 2020 to offset the economic impact of COVID-19, there was actually a clause or a idea, I don't know what it's called uh, specifically in sort of lawmaking parlance, but there was a uh, clause inserted into that first draft of the bill advocating that as a part of how to get the economic relief out to the American citizens in the most efficient and cost effectively possible, that a blockchain model or a digital dollar model might actually make uh, more sense. And uh, while that uh, specific idea uh, was not included in the final bill, it is interesting to me that even as, as we all know, 2020 has, has been going on for at least 20 years, um, even with all of this uh, really uh, insanity going on, that actually Congress held three hearings on the idea of how to basically merge blockchain, the current U.S. dollar payment system, and this idea of a crypto dollar, and to actually get that up and running. Perhaps most pointedly highlighted by the projects underway uh, at the Boston Fed. And at the Boston Fed, that entity has partnered with over 30 blockchain uh, firms to help build out, test, and to basically uh, prototype how a blockchain-based dollarized payment system could actually work. So to answer your actual question, I would say that really sort of underneath all of the headlines and all of the other news, that blockchain and crypto have, have really sort of almost uh, been turbocharged during 2020 as entities and individuals are really trying to find the tools and the applications to really get data out the door to be able to analyze it and to be able to store it in a manner that is both safe but accessible. Absolutely. And, and when you say that 2020 in, in some ways has kind of turbocharged uh, the blockchain technology, I'm curious, do you think the accounting profession is accepting and embracing blockchain at the rate it needs to? So I would say that obviously the, the accounting uh, profession is a very large field, right? With a with any number of different facets and all the rest, I would say that at large, there is a growing understanding, uh, I'd say finally, right? But, um, but, but there is a growing understanding of just really how impactful and how far 
ranging blockchain uh, onboarding can and and is being right i know i've been talking a lot writing a lot doing a lot of uh educational stuff corporate training um things on this topic since 2016 and i would say that really over the last 18 months or so but especially as blockchain has have been moving sort of out of just the crypto conversations and into really mainstream business headlines, right? The, the OCC came out in September of 2020 with an update that was very pertinent to how banks can interact with, with uh, uh, certain crypto assets. The SEC confirmed it. The IRS issued all of their updates back in October of this past year. I mean, so I, I do think that as more and more oversight agencies, large institutions are adopting, talking about blockchain and crypto in a, in a constructive way, outside of just talking about the price of Bitcoin. I think, I think there is a growing and a accelerating uh, understanding and awareness of, of uh, sort of like, well now guys, you know, it's, it's a big deal. I, this tool and its applications are incredibly powerful but also are going to create some, uh, some uh, let's say challenges for how current workflows, current practices are actually done. So yes, to, 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 answer, to answer your uh, actual question, I would say that, yeah, that obviously I would say that uh, you know, there are a whole host of, of other issues right now going on that are impacting accounting, audit tax, all that. But uh, underneath those, those sort of more obvious headlines and trends that I'd say, yes, that blockchain and crypto have certainly moved up the uh, ladder in terms of being a topic of conversation and something to be aware of. Which is definitely positive. And I think probably, and I'm guessing you would say as well, a, a move in the right direction as far as understanding and, and using it to build and, and better their business. Um, would you say that although that's happening, are there still misconceptions that you're hearing about blockchain that you're thinking, oh man, like that's not true? So, so to answer that, I would say that there are still uh, any number of misconceptions or some misunderstandings around blockchain and crypto, but that they aren't always linked specifically to blockchain and crypto issues, right? Any new technology tool, right? Be it the internet, be it tablets, uh, be, it, be it Wi-Fi, uh, all the rest. I mean, those, those are always gonna pose some uh, um, challenges for firms because one, not everybody at every firm is as interested or has the bandwidth to actively learn about and understand how these tools work and sort of where those new sort of pain points are. But if we, but if we sort of pivot into one area on the uh, accounting side, what I would say the biggest misconception is still currently is that if a firm or a uh, external client implements a blockchain, right? That after doing so, that automatically means that all of the information that's being passed back and forth between those entities is one, accurate, and two, definitely unable to be hacked, 
right? And it's really important. And, and it might seem uh, sort of like a nuanced point, but it's really important to understand that overall, and obviously every uh, blockchain application can be customized, but that the idea of blockchain, it was not to verify the individual transactions were accurate, right? The whole idea is that it's a unhackable record, it's encrypted, it's approved by some sort of consensus protocol. So after it's added onto the chain, everything should be fine. All sounds good, but, but the blockchain uh, uh, consensus protocol is not checking the accuracy of the information in those blocks. What, what it's checking is that those blocks are being added in accordance to the rules of the blockchain. Might seem like a sort of nuanced difference, but ultimately, um, um, there can be data uploaded onto the blockchain that is added correctly and appropriately and actually looks good, but is actually incorrect information, even though those, those blocks have been added correctly. Right, so it's still really important to have good controls over the uh, data input points and the output points, right? To basically make sure that, okay, as we have more blockchain augmented programs up and running, probably in, in collaboration with other uh, automation tools, that, that, that our information is still being handled correctly. And to just add on sort of one example, right? This whole idea of a blockchain being unhackable is, is a uh, sort of nice idea, but it's not entirely true, right? And that on top of the hacks and the, and the breaches that have been that all kinds of, of, uh, of entities that, that are not connected to the, to the blockchain itself, but are rather connected to those on-ramps and those off-ramps, right? right? Because not every piece of data or process is gonna be on the blockchain. And so if you wanna think of it like a highway, right? And the blockchain is the highway, but there are on-ramps onto the highway and there are off-ramps, hopefully. And so, and so the overwhelming bulk of these hacks and breaches and uh, investor losses have not happened on the blockchain proper but have rather happened on those on-ramps and those off-ramps. So it's really important to have those good, good uh, internal controls over those access points and those endpoints. But one other little uh, item in here, and it's more of an IT issue, but it could definitely have an impact on the accounting side too, is that you know, as entities customize, right, and they and they try to build out a blockchain that, that works for their business and their, and their clients and any sort of industry, uh, industry uh, specific rules, right? If it's HIPAA data or, or other things like that, it's important to be aware of the fact that as these blockchains are changed, modified, updated and tweaked, it, it isn't any different from any other software application. Right, and that, and that as they're updated, changed, tweaked, uh, modified, it's important that as we're doing that, that actually we aren't undermining the, the core functionality of the blockchain, right? To, to have data stored in a manner that's encrypted, transparent, and accessible only to 
authorized network members. And I think that's probably helpful too for people to remember, like you mentioned how like the understanding is growing, but there are these nuances that are a part of that, that you need to be aware of, especially I think if you're going to really try to implement it in your business. Absolutely. I mean, any, any idea, right, is kind of simple to understand. So if we're talking about quantum physics, right, it's, it's probably easy to understand at a very surface level, but actually trying to do it, trying to use it, trying to onboard it, then sort of unveils all of the nuances, tangents, and all kinds of other things other items in there, right, um, that, that are not terribly important to understand at a, at a concept level, but actually trying to do it operationally really sort of uh, bubble uh, up to the surface. And you know, even though all of those you know, nuances and sort of, uh, sort of fine points are a obstacle for enterprises that are trying to use blockchain, crypto, all the rest, it's also a, a, a opportunity for the firms and the individuals working at those firms who are proactive, educated, and sort of keeping themselves up to date to be able to, if not answer uh, every single question every single time, to at the very least be able to help their clients understand um, what questions to ask and how, and how those questions are going to impact how blockchain is actually onboarded at their firm. And I know earlier we kind of talked about things to know now toward the end of, of this year and going into next year, but I wanted to ask you, is there anything that you're particularly really looking forward to as far as uh, future developments in blockchain? Anything exciting that you think will be coming down the line? I would say really the uh, one thing that I'm really excited about or that I'm really hoping to see, uh, probably not by the end of 2020, but hopefully into 2021, is that this whole idea of a central bank digital currency is really, I think, a uh, game-changing application in the blockchain space. Right? So the whole idea of blockchain and crypto, it was to help develop an, an alternative financial system. But if there's no cooperation, if there's no intersection between the blockchain crypto space and the current financial payments space, that's not, that's not ever going to happen. And so I, so I do think that as the idea of uh, a CBDC, whether or not that, that's, uh, that specific idea ever sort of comes to market, I think that is a great uh, uh, launching point for sort of wider understanding, wider acknowledgement, and let's say wider usage of blockchain and crypto for business operations, for doing transactions, and really incorporating blockchain-based, blockchain-augmented, sort of crypto-augmented applications into every aspect of life and uh, enterprise. And really, I think now, if I if I if I could uh, accurately forecast, I'd give you like a like a, a specific year, but I don't have my crystal ball here today. But I would say that hopefully, over the next three to five years out, which honestly uh, isn't that far out, 
I'd say that blockchain and crypto are honestly going to become a integral part of how most businesses operate and how most consumers interact with those organizations, even if it's only happening on the back end. And so I'd say really that blockchain is coming a lot faster than, than most people think. And I do think that this recent development and these recent and these uh, current conversations around the idea of, of a CBDC, right, sort of fully bringing together blockchain and crypto and the current financial payment system is really an exciting application that I'm interested in seeing how it develops and evolves going forward. I would say really the only other point that, that I would add is that, you know, it's really important and it's really critical to get your information and to get, and to get consultations from a number of different sources, right? There is no one person or no one entity, not me uh, or anyone else who knows everything about blockchain and crypto or can understand everything going on in the space, right? There, there are too many applications, too many moving pieces out there for there to be any one source of authoritative knowledge. And so it's really uh, incumbent upon all of us to be engaged, be, be proactive, and to really keep ourselves updated on the trends going on in this area. Thank you to Sean for taking the time to speak with us more about blockchain. You can hear more from him at the virtual Cleveland Accounting Show this month and at the virtual Columbus Accounting Show in November. Click the link in our show notes to register. What did you think of the episode? Let me know at jsalerno, J-S-A-L-E-R-N-O, at ohiocpa.com. And please rate and review us on whatever podcast app you're using. We love to hear your feedback. Thanks for listening.